Hey guys, it's Luca here, back at it with another podcast. Um, super hyped to do this right now. I'm feeling super blessed and happy that I finally made it. Finally got my phone into my hands, pressed play and recorded it. Yes, I'm not at home. I'm not in a cube anymore. You heard correctly. I'm, I'm having my phone in my hands because I sit in the park right now. Um, five meters, uh, five minutes, five foot from my new place in Bordeaux. Yes, I moved to Bordeaux uh, 10 days ago. Um, it's my new chapter, so to say. It's the, part, it's the first part of my double degree bachelor, uh, which consists of one year of theory now in Bordeaux at Catch Business School and then continuing with a half year internship which can be all over the world, doesn't have to be in France, um, but it's organized by the University of Kedge. And then I will come back to Groningen in 2021, February, um, to finish my bachelor, to write a thesis. And then I will have uh, two diplomas from Kedge, one from Kedge, the French school, and one from the Rijksuniversiteit Groningen. And yeah, probably all of you knew that and then you know about my, my, my travels and my um, my verhousing in, in, in the Netherlands. I actually forgot the, the Dutch word. My, uh, what is it in the Netherlands? Ah, anyways, this is completely live and improvised. So these things can happen, guys. Be, be aware, be prepared for some bloopers and uh, some mistakes I will make in my English. Um, it's actually quite crazy uh, these days. It's such a mix of languages because uh, I meet so many uh, Erasmus students and exchange students at the, at the uni or also outside of uni and literally so far I could use all my languages and that was already such a big thing and a, a thing I want to talk about with you guys in this podcast is like the good vibes or the, the, the gratitude I felt with uh, speaking languages, the languages I already learned here in Bordeaux because uh, I, I, already, I always knew that um, I'm really blessed and I can be lucky that um, I grew up bilingual. So uh, already knowing Italian from a young age and, and German and also being able to switch between those languages in like split seconds because uh, that's what we do at our dinner table with my mom and dad, uh, depending on the topic. Um, but then of course with French and English as my study language, And also Dutch, uh, which I learned in the Netherlands then uh, during my two-year bachelor. Uh, yeah, I can even appreciate it more now because I see people from these countries. I literally meet people from France now and the Netherlands and Germany and Italy at the same time in the same classroom. And many of them came up to me because I was talking with them these languages. Because, of course, I love to speak the languages um, with them. Uh, I, I hate to stay in English, even though I can speak the language. And many people came up to me saying like that they were impressed and uh, really gave me credits for <laughs> the skill or like this kind of yeah asset I possess. Um, that sounded really sophisticated, but you know what I meant. The just yeah the the skill to switch languages also so quickly that that was actually the funniest thing because I was sitting there uh, speaking to a Slovenian girl. Um, no, she was Slovenian. Uh, she was Polish. She was Polish. Um, spoke a bit about life and uni, and um, we kind of ended the small talk. And 
the and an Italian guy joined me from the right and I started speaking Italian. Um, and the Polish girl also saw me speaking German also before we kind of started the small talk. So she was already impressed, like, what the heck? Like, what, what combination is this even? She didn't know I was uh, half Italian. She only knew I was German. And she was like, what the heck? Like, how many languages do you speak? And that was already... That was the first moment I had. And then today we had another intro day. We met other exchange students. Or we actually, yeah, we all uh, came together, master and bachelor students. And uh, there were other people um, from Italy and also, uh, of course, Hedwig. Um, she's living in my house. She's also from Groningen, also from uh, the same program. We live together in the same house in the Rue de Brasch. But uh, I tell you more about that in a second. And she's Dutch and we spoke Dutch then because I, I miss Dutch so bad. So I spoke Dutch with her a bit. Um, so yeah, overall, a lot of fun I'm having with the languages. That's a thing I really wanted to mention. Uh, definitely a thing that I yeah, want to keep in my life, to keep learning la languages and also keep speaking them whenever I can and also uh, like seeking for opportunities to do that. So travel and get a job maybe that allows me to travel, to move around or being in contact with customers from all over the world especially Europe, of course, so far. It's mostly European languages I can speak, but who knows, who knows? Uh, Russian, Japanese, two languages I really would love to speak. Just have a weird sense of attraction to those languages. Um, just of this, already the science really interests me. Like the Japanese science um, are really pretty in my opinion. And, and Russian is just such an exotic, exotic language has nothing to do with all the languages I speak so far. So these challenges I am really willing to take up on one day. But yeah, so far I'm quite happy with the five languages and, and Spanish will actually be my short-term goal in my master. Spanish, yeah, so, so needed, so needed. I really love Spanish, love people from there and definitely need to get uh, to learn Spanish. But Yeah, Bordeaux now for the next year will be probably French, <laughs> I assume. Um, I really want to perfectionize my French here and um, there's, there will be no time for Spanish. But enough for the language topic. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, would just, I just really felt like doing this podcast in order to give you guys an update um, on my life, um, on my change of location. And also this serves as an update, like as a little... Mm, souvenir uh, for myself something I can listen to in a couple of years and look back and sort of use as my diary because I'm too lazy to write things down these days and there's just so much happening uh, same goes for like contact ha having contact with all my friends and, and people that are really close to me uh, that I talked or like I, I told them about my whole experience here and There's just really a lot of, a lot of work and I, I love doing that. I love sending voice memos to people, as you all know. <laughs> I'm quite a crazy person when it comes to voice memos. I think my record, the last record was 25 minutes to Oscar, to Vancouver. That was, that was insane. But uh, I love doing that. But just these days are so packed because it's my intro week um, that, yeah, I sometimes literally don't come. I, I, I cannot make space, make time for, uh, for these messages. And I also, of course, want to not say, um, send the same message to everybody. So, um, 
yeah, I guess that this podcast, which, which I will try to make as thorough as I can, as broad or like as um, packed with all the experience I made as possible so I can once and forever put it down uh, and record and then and share with you guys and, and also for myself uh, remember then in the future. So yeah, uh, I guess you already expected um, you already expected me doing that because of that because I, I said in the first episode that I, I actually want to use the podcast for these purposes so actually that's not big news for you but never mind never mind. I want to just point it out again um, so again like I'm sa I'm sitting here in this park beautiful park uh, in the north of the center of Bordeaux um, I'm in a sort of food coma because I had a sandwich like two hours ago in the center with Hedwig um We had this Serrano ham sandwich, uh, literally only baguette and Serrano ham in this Spanish shop. Amazing. Like, tasted so good. This, the shop was literally only about Serrano ham. Um, and, like, we just saw the shop, wanted to get a snack anyways, and just <laughs> ate one of those, and I'm just super full uh, right now. And... Um, I can definitely recommend. So if you guys ever come to Bordeaux, go to La Salamanca. Uh, what is it now? Um, Vion, so the, the French word. Vion de Salamanca, I think, is the name. Uh, I could put the link in the description below <laughs> so you guys can check it out. Whenever you're in Bordeaux, definitely check out uh, that uh, ham shop. That, that was literally insane. Um, to some people, I also sent the video. I think you guys have seen it. Not nothing for vegans, uh, for sure. If you enter that shop and you see all these hams hang up, and like there's ham cut, cut, uh, cut everywhere. They also cut it freshly in your uh, in front of your eyes if you if you wish. Um, that's definitely not the right place to go if you if you're against uh, slaughtery. But um, wow, what an event! I, I would definitely love these shops to have like. Yeah, meat as an event, that's also a topic maybe I want to talk about, like my attitude towards eating meat uh, that I shaped kind of throughout my corona time uh, my, or like my my days at, back at home. Um, I really just realized that meat and fish is something really special to me in terms of the feelings it gives, it gives me or like the, yeah, the, how I feel after uh, I ate meat and fish. Oh, you, you hear these beautiful... Uh, church bells right now in the background. I hope it's not too loud. I'm just gonna keep uh, recording, because otherwise it's not live and <laughs> not not true, not uh, honest. Um, so I was talking about the feeding that meat and fish gives me, uh, and uh, and and also dairy products like uh, cheese and I don't know mousse au chocolat based on milk. All these, uh, also these good things that you can get in France, uh, fromage and mousse au chocolat and other sweets that are made with milk and milk cream. Um, yeah, I realized that it's it's not something we should take for granted. Um, meat and fish is something really valuable, and for me personally, it's on such a high level because it gives me so much. If I have like a barbecue with uh, my family and like maybe another couple uh, of people that all, that all enjoy food. Um, if we 
then like grill this crazy piece of meat that we imported from Italy. Um, and then you enjoy it with some nice cold salads, um, some freshly grilled vegetables as well. Um, I, I'm actually thinking of an event we did in Corona times. We actually had such a barbecue. And um, we all really appreciated this piece of meat we ordered and and the whole, you know, the whole experience is, it was just a special vibe going on in that garden. It was like around May, I think. And after that night, I was so of the opinion, of the opinion that um, this should always be like this, like an event that you come together as a group or you have something to celebrate or you really w want to treat yourself, that then I totally am okay with the thought of eating meat and of course then only having meat of high quality for sure that's always like the precondition like I, I completely stopped um, buying meat and fish from the supermarket like fresh fish sometimes I I really cannot leave it but I, I, I buy um, slices of salmon like smoked salmon or like Alaska salmon um, to mix it with a penne and a bit of Philadelphia, lime juice, black pepper. Um, that's like one of my favorite dishes ever. So I, I, I have a hard time quitting this one. But um, and also pancetta for the carbonara. That's maybe another thing. I really eat often these days carbonara and then the salmon pasta. But besides that, I I really stopped uh, buying meat, especially like grounded beef or or chicken from the supermarket. Already back in Groningen. So uh, yeah, that event in the garden combined with the, the the spirit, I would call it, I had in Groningen already. I really decreased my meat and fish consumption, and now I'm having, or like I have a vegan roommate, even. So that will also boost my attitude and cooking behavior towards meat. <laughs> Again, super sophisticated, but um, you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, that's just as an update for this stuff. Um, kind of something I really mm, fix for myself, I would, I would call it. Just uh, the way how I see meat and fish and dairy products like f cheese and, and like cheese especially is super hard to leave, especially when you, when you eat vegetarian, like feta and, and parmesan on, on pasta, just makes life better. <laughs> also, you know, bread with cheese for your sandwich for uni. It's just something so essential. So I'm not there yet to quit this, but uh, I really appreciate, like I really try to buy high quality cheese all the time when it comes to those. And also, yeah, milk products I rarely use. Sometimes a Greek yogurt as a treat. Um, I found a mousse au chocolat, by the way, based on coconut milk. Uh, that, is, that tastes awesome. Like I can totally recommend you guys if you ever see that. Uh, especially here, the supermarkets in France, I feel, have such a greater variety of vegan products and vegetarian options. Um, I'm definitely keen on discovering some of those in the upcoming, upcoming months. Because uh, it just tastes amazing. Like uh, Imagine mousse au chocolat paired with coconut milk. That, that's not bad. And they even achieved to get to uh, like they even made it in that way that the consistency is 
super similar to a real mousse chocolate, so it's really fluffy and light if you like take it with a spoon yeah <laughs> i just have I, i just bought it with my vegan mate when we went uh, for groceries the other day and i'm I'm just super surprised how good mousse chocolate based on coconut milk can taste and I, i don't know if it's better than the original but definitely a super nice substitute but that enough for food um mosquitoes are really bad here uh it's it was a nightmare the first nights in my in my hot room in my new uh, accommodation um it's quite warm here these days it's like average 27 i would say daily or 28 and at night uh, it cools down a bit but mosquitoes kind of find their way into your room and just hide behind some like they just hide somewhere in the room and um yeah i got just eaten out <laughs> at night it was it was so terrible the first night woke up several times at night fucking scratching these bites and they hurt so bad because there's these uh, the, here we have these uh tiger mosquitoes the black small black ones they're disgusting man like yeah i had had some had some bad time and uh, now i'm i'm also super uh, happy about the the product and, and i also have it right now in the park useless information but You have to get into the Bordeaux mood and mosquitoes is a really bad, a big thing here. Like every student I talked uh, to so far uh, about the mosquito topic, they're all experiencing the same thing. They're everywhere in the city. Like you're chilling in a park, you're having a snack in front of uni, there's mosquitoes. I don't know why, but maybe it's because we're so close to the sea <clears throat> and the humidity is, here is quite high that like mosquitoes just, yeah. They're just uh, multi multiplying, or like there's just too many here. And I bought now the spray uh, from, from uh, like a big uh, big shop here that is actually for tropical insects. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I use it now since a couple of days, and I'm I'm totally sleeping well again at night. It's it's fucking amazing, so much more life quality. And funny story about that is that the first night I used it. Um, I had dinner and also in the kitchen of course there's plenty of mosquitoes and we and I was just um what did I eat I don't know Some, something with sauce but like I had to like I I um I have to I have to start from somewhere else so I put the product on my hands <clears throat> and on my arms before I started eating just to uh, have like a chill eating session without any mosquitoes and yeah then I I ate and when I finished eating I kind of wiped my mouth with my arm <laughs> just to uh, get rid of the sauce <laughs> and I had the whole product on my lips and I was I, I was like hmm okay whatever tastes a bit 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 bad but that's it but after a while my um lips became to be <sighs> what is the word now in English I'm 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 definitely missing that word now so I, I I couldn't feel my lips anymore, basically. <laughs> They were a bit typed for all the German listeners, and I started to freak out. I ran to the to the sink uh, with soap, put like soap on my mouth, tried to wash it off, took the towel, rubbed my uh, my lips on it, <laughs> and I was fucking scared that this product is like super uh, strong. It is it is a strong product. I mean, it's for tropical insects, but. Um, I, I didn't know the side effects so 
got rid of it and they were still like I still couldn't feel them for a couple of minutes later but yeah it went away I can feel my lips not right now again so that, that's good but yeah never never spray uh, stuff on your hands guys and then and wipe off your mouth like that's nah can be dangerous like, apparently it's only bad if you get it into your eyes by the way like nothing can happen if you put it on your lips I googled then but eyes that would have been even even worse but that was the mosquito thing I will now talk about my arrival actually because I'm now really talking uh, over the topics randomly but I also want to of course uh, do it a bit chronologically now starting from the very beginning uh, my arrival so I made a a stop in Vichy from my way to from uh, on my way to Bahnweiler from Bahnweiler to Bordeaux because it's nine hours something and also my mom was like a bit um, suggesting or like rec recommend recommending me to make a break and at the end she's always right it's just way more chill if you arrive to a destination after four and a half hours drive in, uh, instead of nine so I was really thankful that I made the step, made the stop in Vichy, which is also a beautiful city in the center of France. Um, really rich. You saw many um, elderly people walking around. Uh, there's like a hot, there's like really famous hot spring baths. There are like beautiful parks. Um, it's also next to a a river, of which the name. I can't remember anymore, but it was really pretty. Like I, I was already in vacation feeling when I when I got there and I spent my first night there, just walking around the city. So damn pretty. I also had a really good pizza uh, at a restaurant. Just a good start. Just a good start. And my Airbnb was also decent. Not not too uh, not too not too expensive. So the next day I um, continued for Bordeaux. Arrived at, at Rue de Brush, <laughs> Brush, in English, Rue de Brush, en français, and uh, got welcomed by Yannick, my new landlord. Remember this name, guys. Uh, I will definitely speak about him in the future. I'm, I'm pretty sure, because this guy is a personality. <laughs> He is, yeah, a special dude, and I don't know if I should go into too detail about that that would be another podcast episode about all the stuff that I already heard about this guy uh, about stuff that I already experienced with this guy some of you know already of course but yeah it's just a, just worth another episode but just keep in mind it's like a really typical southern French dude with a lot of money quite a chubby uh, lazy dude trying to put himself always over others like he, he is not in favor of discussions <laughs> and arguments against him he's always right that's at least what we witnessed so far like we experienced so far uh, after these 10 days of living with him like yeah he is living in our house sometimes that's that's the thing he has a room there with his wife um, where he is some sometimes and otherwise he lives at the sea but yeah It's a, it's a contract, um, it's called like um, logement chez l'habitant. So it means uh, that you rent a place 
at the owner's place, so to say. So we're not in like a rental contract for students, but we're like in a, you know, private contract made by an owner. And that's also background information you need to know about my, yeah, my my rent situation here in Bordeaux. It's not a not the same situation as in Groningen, where uh, I'm just really on my own, um, or like the students are on their own, and we have to rule the stuff. We have to like pay all the bills ourselves. We have to um, yeah, arrange stuff in the house, or we can do whatever the fuck we want in the house. It's not like that. It's it's really different. It's it's like we live uh, in like a family's place. So that's my place. That's my place in Bordeaux. And even though he's so special and, and, and really limiting, let's say, our, our freedom already in some things. But yeah, that's, that would be way too much to talk uh, or way too much to, to tell you guys. But it, it is a special situation to live at this, this house and with him. Um, but, and, and also the price is expensive. Um, I mean, I pay 550 per month here, everything included though, but, and also for Bordeaux, that's, that's quite average for the center, but like compared to Groningen, that's of course super much. Um, even though it's that expensive and he's so special, just the pros for the house, just, yeah, um, are way more heavier, <laughs> if you would say that, like the balance, is way in favor of the pros because uh, first of all the location is insane like i live nine minutes away by bike from le bord de la garonne so from the riverside <clears throat> where you can just chill at night have a glass of wine see all the young people in the city people dancing on the street people playing the, like drums on the street there's african people there's chinese there's erasmus people playing cards in the on like the grass, <clears throat> grass fields close to the Gar close to the Garonne. It's so amazing. Like the location is awesome. We have so many awesome food places as well nearby. Like uh, we even have the best bakery of 2017, um, a street away from us. We have an empanada shop close by. We have a, I have an Italian um, fine foods shop. It looks a bit similar like the shop of my father actually. Uh, also from like. 10 meters away from my house I haven't been there actually I was just too busy but I definitely will check out this guy as well we have two supermarkets um, we have a tram station also in front of the house so you already see it. it's 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 for a city it's super convenient and now with the bike that I bought for 25 euros because uh, the government gives 50 euros discount for every bike purchase purchase which is crazy um, we all bought our bikes for 25 euros now this place became even more uh, convenient and we can just move around and and to my campus it's also only 20 minutes by bike instead of 45 minutes by t um, if you take the bus and tram so overall this place is just super yeah nice for the price and that's also what we're all aware of even though this landlord called Yannick is so is such a yeah special person but i might do another podcast about him i actually feel like doing that because there's so much to tell about him and you probably also ask yourself like yo luca what, what are you even saying like tell 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 more about this guy otherwise it doesn't make sense but uh, i might dedicate another podcast for that i am um, i can see myself doing that quite soon because yeah, that would just exceed <laughs> this pod podcast episode 
But yeah, I arrived. He welcomed me. He was really, um, really welcoming. Actually, at the beginning, we had, we had a beer together. He uh, showed me a place where I couldn't put my car for free, which is now 500 uh, meters away from our house by foot. Uh, 10 minutes by foot. Super nice. Um, also, I'm crazy grateful that I can place my car somewhere for free in such a city like Bordeaux. Um, that is not something you should take for granted, definitely. Mm, and yeah, my first days in Bordeaux were just amazing. Like I, of course, spent a lot of time putting all the stuff in my room, um, buying kitchen supply. Like we, we tried to cook the first night, me and Julia. That was the person that was the first in the house. That's the vegan guy as well. He's a German um, has long hair, wears glasses, skates, uh, is into lit literature and activism. So he uh, joined some activism groups already in the past. He's really up to, you know, these kind of projects. He like, he's kind of, he's really trying to recycle a lot, reducing waste, uh, living sustainable also cloth wise and he, he just uh, actually uh, switched plants with a, with a private person. He came up with a, a nice little plant, which he got, he got uh, for free over a Facebook group, <laughs> which uh, is called like Switching Plants Bordeaux or something. It was super funny and amazing and already inspiring moments with, with uh, Julian I had these days. That's for sure. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the roommate situation later. But yeah, that's Julian. He was already in the house when I moved in and we tried to cook the first night and we went to the supermarket and immediately because we realized that there's not even salt and pepper. Like uh, this landlord, I don't know why, but he puts away everything from old generations. That's super, super, super shitty. But he throws away everything. I, we felt like like even cleaning stuff for the, for the toilet and bathroom, towels, uh, kitchen gear there was nothing there was literally nothing so we we uh, went shopping first days to uh, like we needed two sessions because we couldn't even um, carry all that stuff and um, yeah so I, that took a lot of time uh, to get just to get used just to realize actually to to be a, to be in a new place to start a new chapter that took me so long uh, to be honest like my time in Banweiler, <clears throat> my last uh, two weeks before heading off to Bordeaux, were so intense. Uh, like the connection I made with people, the the moments I had, the the moments I created as well. There was just a lot of good stuff happening, um, and it was even harder than to say goodbye because I really felt at home. Uh, I really built up good connection with the people, and it was just such a pity to to leave them you know to leave uh, the comfort zone this time it was literally harder than ever um i felt like when i went to bordeaux for example uh, two years ago that was bordeaux uh, to Groningen, of course that was way easier because i lived already so long time at like this like i was staying still at the same time in banweila for such a long time um, through my gap year, you know, d uh, due to my gap year and, and school, of course. So I really wanted to uh, leave Banweiler and to start a new chapter, which was also crazy nice. Uh, Kai week and ESN week, of course, the intro weeks in Groningen. I just uh, had such a good time then and things came as planned. 
or as I wanted actually you know meeting meeting people from all over the world and moving into a shared house and all these things all these things but I knew this stuff of, uh, already this time so I knew how much work it will be to build up your social you know your social base again and I was also a bit like doubting whether I would find people that I would click with so well so well like I did in Groningen with some of my friends there like that was just you know it, it was a bit of a different approach this time to uh, to the transfer um trasferimento I don't know if you say that in, in English like the 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 moving moving places but as you can imagine I I changed my mind when I arrived like uh, it's always easier if you're there then you forget about your doubts you forget about your negative uh, expectations I would say and you just totally get into the, the mood of building something new and you you cannot even see or you, you don't even realize how fast it then goes and um, how crazy life is you know like what the coincidences already already now like there's so many coincidences here in the city like I met people where I have mutual friends with and I met people that you know share my passions uh, understand my feelings I already feel it, it, it's 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 so nice especially like Julian like my roommate I'm getting along so well with him like big love already to him he he will be such a big value in my life here because we will hang out a lot in the house because uni is mm, a lot of it's a lot from home of course during covid times um, and already the past few days we had so great deep talks because we're just complimenting each other's opinions and we have completely different viewpoints sometimes and that's of course the most refreshing thing ever um, and other people in uni that are just fun to hang out with and yeah long story short I, I made already good good uh, good connections with people in the in the first days here I don't know but when you're sitting in the same boat that's I think my Exp uh, explanation for all that if if you're all like at the same page uh, aka starting a new chapter and no, knowing nobody um, not used to the language the culture then you just uh, you just vibe <laughs> immediately it's, it's it's crazy and then of course all the peculiarities all the details about somebody you will find out later but like the first impact the first click is actually quite easy there it's so insane so that also makes me want to go to uh, abroad uh, foreign countries even more in the future again because I always like this was the second time or the second proof that this is not hard and so valuable to move abroad and totally doable and inspiring at the end of the day just uh, just big source of growth growth um but yeah I, yeah, for example, also met friend, French people, French guys from the Melting Pot Association. That's like the business faculty association. Super nice guys, super open towards internationals. Um, something I would not, mm, I would have not expected in the first place when I went there the first evening. Uh, was such a moment to like come there at the table where already like 10 French people are sitting. They were all... Um, 
from their association and there were only two other Swedish people and Swedish guys and a girl from Austria. We were the only internationals actually that evening. Uh, I was expecting so many more internationals uh, according to the posts on the Facebook page. Um, in the Facebook page where 200 people are in, but <laughs> apparently only us four came. And Melting Pots, yeah, we, we got really drunk that night and it was my first impact actually. It was my first, like after my arrival and after the setup of the house was my first moment uh, with young people. My first, you know, drinking evening. And it, 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 it was fucking amazing, literally, to speak French, to be in a group again. Of course, that was not really corona-proof, but um, it just had to happen the first night. And I'm really grateful I did, because now I already, of course, know some of the people. Um, I know them by name. We can already, you know, vibe when we see each other on campus, which happened these days, in you know, introduction days, orientation sessions of Catch. So that was really key, actually, to uh, to integrate into the faculty, to come to the to the bar and they always meet. Um, then I also met people from Erasmus. Uh, there's an Erasmus uh, WhatsApp group. I joined, went to a bar where some people were meeting up. Uh, it was a guy from Egypt, a guy from India, uh, two girls from Germany, of course, um, another French dude. And two Polish chicks, actually. Yeah, there were also two Polish chicks. And <clears throat> on that night, I, I met yeah one of these German uh, German guys, and he he was also super nice. He, his name is Dominic, studying politics and law at the same time in Erasmus. Um, and he has a car. And at the end of the night, invited me or like throw it in the group uh, to go to La Rochelle. Um, and Ile de Ré, which is two and a half hours drive approximately from Bordeaux, um, and visit the beach there and, and, and visit the city. And I was completely down because I had nothing to do the next day. Had no friends so far besides Julian in the house. So I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm down. So we did a day trip next, uh, next day with uh, him and another German that he invited that I didn't know. Uh, half French, half German, really cool guy, Thibaut. Um, and the Egyptian guy, the Egyptian guy that was also at the table. Had a really uh, beautiful day, beautiful weather, uh, great scenery. Um, so that was a big moment for sure. Um, also now, especially before uni starting, we really, oh, I really want to get some trips done and some some stuff done, like going to the beach. Um, also because it's maybe September, then mid of October, and then it will be again winter time, folks. So definitely want to get use of, or make use of that, and also. So far, catch is not really, of course, kicking off. Next Monday, so the 7th of September, it will kick off. First time I have classes. But um, as the French people say, it's really not that demanding. And I guess I will have time on the, on the weekends to, um, to do some stuff. Um, so, yes, there was this. There was the Erasmus, uh, the Erasmus Sunday, I would call him. And yeah, I'm since we are still not sure if we get Erasmus money per month, like uh, normal Erasmus people here get 390. Like actually, all the Erasmus students I met get 390 per month. And apparently, Roch students don't really get that. We only get like a compensation for the catch fee we have to pay. So, with that in mind, I 
I'm actually already on the search for little jobs or like I joined some Facebook groups, wrote an email to the uni, um, asked some people in person what they think about mini jobs, where I can go or like if, it, if it's easy here in Bordeaux to find something. And yeah, we so far still don't know from Erasmus if they will pay per month or if it's only the fee or if it's going to be money at all because everything is online. Um, which is not true actually. Now, now we actually have a lot of stuff on, uh, on campus. I would say maybe about 30%. That's news like that. That's, that's from now, like 1st of September. But uh, Corona is indeed getting worse here. Um, so who knows how, how long that's going to stay like this. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm on a search on a mini job then probably from next week on. We'll maybe mention that in the next podcast how that went or how that, how that turned out. Because if Erasmus is paying the first half year, I'm not going to work probably. We'll try to enjoy my time here first, and then maybe work in the second half. But yeah, I don't know if it's true. Um, so I will let you know. I will let you guys know later. But uh, mini job—that—that's a, a thing I would actually be really down to for, or like uh, work at the bar, uh, perfectionize my French. Like uh, getting in con contact with French people is something I don't—I cannot really see happening these these days because. My roommates are like German, like Julian is German and another guy moved in uh, from Belgium. And um, there's another, yeah, there's Hedwig and Federico in the other house. So I speak Italian, Dutch and English and German in the house. That's, that's quite nice. But there's no French yet. And uh, I also, besides the French uh, association, I haven't met any people from France, any young people. And that's a big pity because... My first goal here is definitely to perfectionize French, definitely. So um, I either yeah do a mini job, even though I get the money or uh, I don't get the money, it doesn't matter. Or I will join an association, that's uh, what I thought about today. I just join an association um, here from Kedge. There's like 30 different ones, it's quite insane. But um, there are only French people most of the time, so there will be a good chance to learn French. Um, so yeah, that's the job topic and the language uh, learning session or like the language topic. Um, that's like an update. That's like a little note to myself. I'm just curious how that will evolve, how my job will evolve and how my French will progress here. Um, what my niveau will be in like two or three months. Now it's, it's quite all right. Like I, I can actually hold up a fluid conversation uh, even though it's like three years I don't speak French, but there's still so many vocab, like so many words um, that I'm missing, and also some grammar is lacking, uh, especially uh, future and conditional. But um, yeah, that's the update for now. Um, some other short notes. Um, <laughs> what I already learned: don't do your, don't make yourself a sandwich with uh, raclette cheese. <laughs> Something I made like. I think two days ago I bought some uh, some like I tried to find some sliced cheese in, in the supermarket you know like in the Netherlands that's super easy there's like old um, what is it again the name um, Beemster Beemster like old Beemster like medium old Beemster and there's goat cheese sliced up so beautiful cheese to put on, on sandwiches but here in the Netherlands uh, in, in, the, in, in France they only have Gouda Edama and what's the third one? Oh, Mimolette. Like, it's like a really on orange cheese. 
and 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 then they only have it from like really cheap brands like the supermarket brands like no joke i went into two different supermarkets and they have these sliced ham sliced cheese slices <laughs> like sliced cheese only from the cheap from some such cheap brands and you can also see from the mimolet which is actually a tasty cheese like i, I know it but like it's like so, such a artificial orange color the cheese has that you can already tell it's like a shit cheese so I, long story short i was struggling with some with finding some cheese for my sandwich and the only thing i could find that i could see would have some taste was, was raclette cheese and it was like a burger edition so like small slices you can put on a burger because that's apparently a thing french people do instead of putting like cheddar or uh, you know the normal burger cheese they put the uh, raclette cheese on it and actually i had a burger already uh, in la rochelle with the with the three boys with raclette cheese and that tasted amazing like there was such an event as well after the the day at the beach and walking around the city with this really good burger um in the in the old part from uh, the town uh, with raclette cheese and so i bought that one for my uh, for my sandwich and that smelled like fucking feet like stinky feet in the in the in the backpack and i was in a lecture hall listening to these intro <laughs> presentations like how the academic year will look like uh, the events that will await us and all the offers catches uh, you know all the offers catch is offering and i had to cover my backpack somehow i had to seal it in order to avoid the smell of going out so embarrassing like i i i, I will never know if my roommate my my uh, <laughs> my Sitznachbar in German, my my the person on the right next to me, because there was nobody sitting on the left. I was quite lucky, but the person next to me or to the right, I will never find out if she or it was a, it was a girl actually, if she had uh, smelled it. And there was yeah a lesson, a lesson. So uh, cheese, uh, I decided on buying cheese in like a as a big piece, and um, I would get one of these knives these days where you can just slice you know like cut a slice of cheese and then put it on your bread i learned that in Wesserhaven, or yeah dutch people do it often uh, i saw in general that uh, that is uh, i think the way to go guys <laughs> not buying the sliced raclette cheese or the cheap ass gouda or mimolette from the supermarket but a good piece of like comte or gruyere um tom and uh, cut some nice slices with that knife but i need to get the knife first so no uh, no cheese sandwich for me these days uh, and i'm not getting to the supermarket i don't know i'm just on a run um yeah as i said we bought bikes for rude brush uh, that was amazing yesterday we went out all like with our bikes julian vart and me and we were like the bike gang from rude brush that was so fun had a nice bottle of wine in the center um, finished off the evening with some nice fries and uh, yeah went home super, like super happy and quite drunk uh, and had uni the next day at 10 only so that was that was so nice good evening yesterday bike gang in Bordeaux and it's not really common uh, to, to ride a bike here like you don't see many people riding bikes I don't know why but it's really easy to move by bike but people just prefer to go by tram or bus or I don't know but uh, we as a house have already like five bikes. <laughs> we all have bikes now. Hedwig and Federico Botters uh, today. And uh, for catch, I also wanted to mention something about catch. Um, 
today, as I said, we came together as special and master students. And um, I counted, we're around like 60. And normally, apparently, Kedge has around 700 exchange students. And that's crazy. Uh, but makes sense because the uni is quite international. They have campuses uh, on several sites, several, uh, several countries in the world, like Shanghai and um, I think also in the United States. So, uh, yeah, these uh, COVID times where probably many students got scared to even come to France or they're, they're not even allowed to come um, makes it really cozy. We were 60 students and we were in this room together for the intercultural seminar. That's what they called it. Um, there was such a special vibe in the room. Um, and it felt like a big family, like people were talking and people were listening to each other like it was a, a, a nice silence in the room because everybody was just so enjoying like the coziness of this exchange group we even have a whatsapp group now i saw um i still need to to get in but uh i can see a lot of good moments happening if corona stays like this and if we all are allowed to or like if we all are gonna stay here and corona don't doesn't get worse then it will be a good time with these exchange students. Um, so yeah, I wanted to tell you this, that just the, the atmosphere already was so crazy today. Um, then, not a highlight of the day, just to capture it, I met an Italian guy from Milano, uh, which lives also really close to my place. Crazy coincidence. Um, and he has a bunker. He has like a kind of basement where... Um, which, which he can use. And he knew that beforehand and he brought his DJ gear from Milano to Bordeaux. And that was such a moment because I left it at home, of course, my controller. And I was like low-key hoping to find any opportunity maybe during the whole year to DJ. That would be so sick to DJ like in France as well, somewhere. And bam, there you have it. Five days after uh, uni started, meeting a guy that has a bunker where we can definitely make some sessions. So that was a highlight. I, I, I hugged this guy. I was like, man, like, what is this even? What a moment, you know, that we, we meet. And um, yeah, he was, he was stoked. We were definitely going to play in the upcoming days. Um, blah, blah, what else? Yeah, as I said, Corona, big topic. It's a red zone right now. Um, Bordeaux is quite in danger, I guess. The infection factor, like there was a rumor going around that it was like 1.7, which I really hope is not true. Um, insane. Like you have to wear the mask in the whole center, of course. That's like all, everywhere in France, I think, and in Italy. But yeah, it's, it's a big topic. Um, and we all are just kind of hoping that it will stay like this. Now they introduce also masks uh, at the workplace. So that can maybe slow down the, the wave. But uh, yeah, I'm just praying <laughs> to uh, to the universe that I can just live a bit of Bordeaux and get through Corona and uni here easily. Even if it all switches on online, but I, I really want to stay in Bordeaux and get the full experience in and not return to, to Germany, whatever. Please not. Please hope that for me. I, I would feel, yeah. I mean, 
many people didn't even go to the to the to a foreign country. So I'm definitely already aware of my luck, as I said in the beginning, and I'm super grateful uh, that I am were allowed to go here, to come here, and I were allowed to start my life here. But fuck's sake, I, I really love this place, and I already am so attached to it. I feel like I'm sitting here in this park, feeling like I've been here already ten times. So I really don't want any corona to limit our freedom here and I'm definitely not meeting big groups of people like uh, I set myself a limit of maximum eight people no house parties for me so far like that's something I decided for myself anyways to not be with too many people and keep distance um, so I'm definitely willing to to yeah to do these things and not you know betray the system like if you yeah If you see the young people here, you, you just cannot believe it, how, how packed it is, even though the situation is as bad. The center is definitely not looking like Corona. It, it's it's so full, like it is normal times. I literally um, cycled past the Place de la Victoire yesterday at like 1 p.m. at night and it was so packed. So I don't know what the French people are doing or thinking about this whole thing, but uh, especially the young people don't give a fuck. So I, I kind of want to be fair there. And also with regards to my friends in Mexico and India, I definitely appreciate and, 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 and know uh, how crazy it is to already, you know, see young people and go out and, and live a normal, like almost normal life. I mean, not live a normal life. The only thing we're not doing is going to clubs, literally everything else, going to bars is definitely there. So, um, yeah, I... Uh, I'm yeah. I'm just thankful and hope it will stay like this. I will also give you an update on that on the next one. That's also a point I will come back to. Corona situation. Um, and yeah, I guess I'm gonna end it right here. I also have to go back to the house to grab dinner. It's quite late already. They're probably already waiting on me, Federico and Hedwig, because uh, yeah, we want to go to the Bordega de la Garonne tonight and have a glass of wine, as I said. Um, so I guess as a resume my time here amazing already um, really really blessed to be here really happy that I you know can share it with you and can share my experiences it's that easy to share nowadays and uh, that I can finally record another cube talk and yeah with that being said um see you next time <clears throat> I appreciate each and every one of you much love goes out to you um, see you next time for the next update of uh, Bordeaux double degree bachelor <laughs> Rue de Brush um, yeah see you next time for the update bye bye guys take care enjoy